Welcome to the Sports Grad Podcast, where we empower you with the answers to your burning questions to accelerate your career into the sports industry. We are your hosts, Melbourne-based sports administrators, Ruben Williams and Ryan Walker. Join us as we share unique and personal examples as well as relatable information and deliver them to you in bite-sized, fluff-free episodes. Want to swipe our signature framework to add awesome experience to your resume? Download our free ebook, Four Steps to Create Outstanding Work Experience in Sport, at sportsgrad.com.au. Now sit back, relax, enjoy the show, and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of our latest episodes released every Tuesday and Thursday. Hello and welcome to the Sports Grad Podcast. This is episode number six. Today, we're talking about the four things I didn't expect when I started working in sport. And to lead us through today, I'm joined by the exuberant Ryan Walker. Ryan, how are you? I'm great, mate. Great to be back. And that's a a great objective uh, from you to start. So, looking forward to the next one I can give you, I think. Fantastic. Now, Ryan, you've been working in sport for a number of years now, and it hasn't always been what you expected it to be. So, for those students who are currently going through university and looking at a career in sport, what are some of the things that they can look out for before they start working in the industry? Yeah, thanks, mate. Well, I've put it down to four things, but I think there's a lot of things that you uh, you don't expect when you when you start working in sport. But I'll break it down into four key ones um, to start. Number one is no week is ever the same. Um, if you want a predictable work week, I think sport may not be uh, your thing. So, sport is so unpredictable. Things happen and you you really don't really know exactly what, what your week's going to look like. There's going to be lots of change. Um, lots of things happen that's outside of your control. So, I think one of the key things to, to keep in mind with that is you've got to be able to adapt to, uh, to certain scenarios. And um, I think one great example was uh, – was last year actually when um, cricket decided to do a, a bushfire uh, fundraiser, um, and really I was kind of thrown into the deep end to to do um, to play a role in that, and and really it was uh, unexpected. Had no Not just play a role. You were you were leading the volunteers, I believe. I was leading the volunteers, um, so that was a, that was fantastic, but completely outside of uh, what I was doing in my role at the time. Um, but things happen uh, in very small periods of time, and uh, and that's a, an example of uh, of one that's happened so far for me. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one week you're running the bushfire bash, next week you're in the office doing a bit of admin. I think particularly with sport, there's so you know you, you're dealing with in season and, and out of season, and so in season you're delivering a lot of the planning that's gone in during the off season. So you know, there's two halves of the year for a lot of different codes that. Um, you got to factor into your, you know, your week to week when you decide to work in sport. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Good start. Number one. What's number two? Number two, and this is a um, a really relevant one for for me when I first started in our community cricket team. But um, you think you know things, but you really just don't. Uh, and I think a great example was, uh, you know, I volunteered at my cricket club, and my my first role was. Uh, club and competitions coordinator at Cricket Australia. So I automatically thought I have a, a great idea about um, club cricket. Um, I know how I know what sort of the community wants uh, in that area. And I, you quickly <laughs> you quickly find after a, a few hours in the office that um, there are a lot of gaps in your knowledge. So um, if you 
think you know everything about your sport or you think you know everything about your uh, your job that you're about to enter into, factor in uh, that there's going to be a lot of gaps and uh, you rely on a lot of people uh, to upskill, to, to learn more about um, about the space you're in. And there's a hell of a lot of people out there who, who will know uh, a lot of information that you are unfamiliar with. So that was number two and I found that out very quickly. <laughs> Absolutely. I think I was going through the same learning curve as you in terms of I didn't know a lot about the job I was getting into, which we started on the same day. So I think we were, we were struggling together early days at Cricket Australia. Um, and, my, you know, my first role was digital commercial assistant. And I had no idea about what digital commercial even meant. And so being <laughs> able to, you know, delving into the world of display advertising and, and digital sponsorship was entirely foreign to me. Not a lot of that was was taught at university. So you, there's a lot of on-the-job training um, in those initial weeks and months. Awesome. So number three. Number three, uh, I've, I've put down a lot of answers to problems, uh, really just common sense. Um, and I think – you know, in the roles that I've done so far, um, the problems that we've, we face, really you just have to come back to the core issue at hand. So, you know, whether that be clubs needing, um, you know, club club cricketer, cricketers really. So they want support um, at a basic level and want they really just want to know what do I need to do each season to run my club effectively. A lot of the time in... in sport we can we can overcomplicate things and i think you have to just essentially put yourself in um in their in the, in the community's shoes in my uh, in my case um and think about how would i want to be um spoken to or what what's the information that i really need um and i think a lot, a lot of the time we've really just simplified it and come back to the common sense um answer and a lot of the time it's right if you don't overcomplicate it um, and keep it simple, it's uh, you should be able to find the answer quite easily. Yeah, 100%. I really liked what you said about being able to put yourselves in the customer's shoes and in this particular case, those customers being participants of cricket. And I think what's really worked for you in the past is that you, know, you have had such a strong upbringing within community cricket that you're able to relate to those people quite, quite easily. And so... Um, for students out there who are wondering, you know, where to get a start or what they can do extra, community sport is such a fantastic place to get that grounding and understanding of of the customers who you're essentially going to be serving at the end of, end of the day because those customers, whether they're participant, doesn't matter if they're participants, they're probably also going to be fans or, or viewers as well. So there's a number of different roles where you're going to need the customer's perspective that you can quite easily gain within a grassroots um, sporting club. So. Yeah, 100%. Awesome. Terrific. All right. Number four. Number four was really, I think, in what I didn't realize when I first started sport in, in sport is that there's so many opportunities to work across departments. So if you work inside a sporting organization, there's literally no way that you're just going to work in your one department. There's so many opportunities that you, you come up come up against um, that you find yourself working across the entire organization. So one of my um, sort of great stories in, in this was actually we were working a little bit together, Rouge, when, when you were in commercial. Um, we were helping our um, our partner, Alinta. Um, obviously, they had a, um, a few different programs they wanted to run within community cricket. 
Um, and because I got that opportunity to work alongside you and uh, and my boss at the time, um, that sort of sparked my interest in partnerships. So that's just a great example about, you know, you work across departments and you, you start to learn what happens in other departments and it sparks interest in other areas. So without that opportunity, I probably wouldn't have realised that I was interested in, in partnerships. So, um, and that ultimately fueled um, my desire to, to go and see uh, what, what roles are in the commercial team. So um, that's just a classic case, I think, um, and it would be pretty common across, across sporting organisations. Yeah, definitely. And I think within that example, what what was really good for you is that you got that partnerships uh, experience, but from a community cricket based role, and so that experience is easily transferred into another department to say to say when you you know when you applied for the secondment to say, hey, I've actually done the specific skills, or, or, you know, perform the specific tasks required to perform this role already, but from a different department. So, um, absolutely, I think that's. That's a great example. And I know from my own experience, you know, there have been um, opportunities to, um, you know, to really to, to take on a whole range of different things. And I think particularly in your first couple of years, there is more and more opportunity to do this. Once you get settled in your few years into the, your career, you kind of, you know, you expect to kind of settle mm-hmm. into your job and, and have found your spot. But early on in your career, if, if in your first 12 to 18 months, there's so much opportunity to put your hand up and get involved with different things. So one of the, one of the great experiences I had, was uh, on Boxing Day, and I asked to kind of just experience, asked to get involved with the digital team and what they do at match to kind of capture content. At the time, they were filming a mm. post post match wrap up show with Optus, and uh, Pat Horan kindly took me onto the ground and um, and um, you know got allowed me to experience the behind the scenes um, production of this. Optus wrap up show, which included Mike Hussey and and Glenn McGrath and Nathan Lyon came over for an interview, and um, just being on the on the ground of the MCG was um, was it was extremely cool. Like it was just a boyhood dream, and I had some had some friends who were up in the MCC stand at the time who were, were filming me from above, and I got a few Snapchats later. Um, Those particular but, um, mate troops, they wouldn't be mm-hmm. from Wycliffe Cricket Club, would they? No, they were not from the Wycliffe Cricket Club. They were um, from different circles. There's a few um, few people amongst the, uh, the Wycliffe Cricket Club that have a knack of, of filming you when you're on ground. Um, <laughs> I had a horrible experience at Adelaide Oval once uh, and a, <laughs> with some heckling. So I'm not. I'm surprised it's not the same group of men. Yeah, but again, you know, your Adelaide Oval experience, you know, it only comes from putting your hand up to, to try different things. And when you start off in sport, you don't actually realise that those opportunities are available. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Awesome. So, do you want to give us a quick uh, summary of the, of the four points you've just described then? Can do. So, number one, um, no week is ever the same. Uh, sport is unpredictable. You have to be able to adapt to, to different scenarios and um, one week is never going to be the same as the last. So, you've got to be pre- prepared for that. Number two, uh, you think you know a lot, uh, but you actually – don't you, you, you'll be surprised when you when you enter your role um, that you think you're pretty well versed in, in what your role will be. You've got a pretty good knowledge base of what you're going to do. There's going to be a lot of gaps when, when you first start, so you've got to pre- be prepared for that. I can't say prepared very well today, Rubes. Number three, <laughs> number three, uh, a lot of the answers to, to problems in sport is common sense, um, and I think a lot of that is putting yourself in in the customer's shoes and trying to figure out, hey, what what would the solution be for me if I was um, 
if I was the person that we're, we're trying to service, you know, so um, common sense, um, a lot of sort of bringing things back to just the simple core issue and, uh, and don't overcomplicate. And then number four, there is just there's opportunities to work across departments. Uh, once you get a job in sport, you, you'll never just be working within your department. There's always links to, to other areas. Um, and that uh, basically gives you a lot of opportunity uh, to explore uh, areas of sport that, that you're interested in. Fantastic. That was four things we didn't expect when we started working in the sports industry. Thank you for listening to the Sports Grad Podcast, your bite-sized guide to enter the sports industry. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review. It really means so much to us. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Sports Grad Podcast. If you need help with your sports career, head to sportsgrad.com.au and download our free ebook today. And if you've enjoyed the episode, please give us a tag on socials at Sports Grad.